top, 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 top of the morning to you. Oh my, oh my, oh my. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. I've been basking since yesterday. In another glorious Saturday as well as Sunday of the miracle of snow. Yes, I'm in my demographic location where I have had an opportunity in many, 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 many years to feast into the miracle of the falling of the snow. And I tell you something that I came to discover. Something that I'm going to talk to you about this morning. I'm going to talk to you briefly. And briefly I say this morning because I have five tips this morning. Five tips on prosperity and position. How many of you know in order for your prosperity to flourish and be prosperous one of the main ingredients is your position this is your girl Frida I am your host here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station I tell you I tell you I tell you this morning I want to give you five tips this morning so many of us we want God to give us what we want and for many of us That is a prosperous position. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. That is a prosperous position. This morning, I want to share, like I said, five tips to promote prosperity in your life. Now, before I share those five tips of prosperity in your life, what I do want to share with you is this. First off, you must understand Prosperity comes from the root word of prosper. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. You want to prosper in order to generate prosperity in your life. And in order to get that prosperous position, that means you want to be successful. You want to be successful in your material terms. You want to flourish financially. You want to bring wealth and success into your life. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. Now, when you talk about a position, when you position your mind, your body, and your spirit, they all need to flow in an alignment. Listen to me now. Your mind, your body, and spirit are going to be the three instrumental things that you utilize of yourself in order for prosperity to come forth in your life. The thing that your mind, your body, your spirit will have to align with is this key word, position. And position only simply means a place. A place, a location, or a particular way in which someone or something is placed or arranged. I hope somebody grabbed that. Let me say that again. Position is a place, a location. A particular way in which you are arranged or you are placed or something is arranged or placed. Now, where are you placed right now this morning? I want you to think about, are you in that position? Are you in that position in your mind, your body and spirit? Wherever you find yourself, and that's why I like to say that, in your station or location, wherever you find yourself is what will determine If you're in the right place and right position. When we want God to give us what we want. 
And for many of us, I'm going to say this again, that's prosperity. And in order to reach a prosperous position, oh, I tell you, I tell you, this morning, I'm going to share these five tips. We have been taught, many of us have been taught, many of us have been taught, even from a child, that hard work pays off, as with Jacob in the Bible. And you know, I got to give you the fundamental teachings from the Bible, from biblical instructions. Listen to me. We all been taught that hard work pays off. Now, when Jacob worked hard for seven years because he wanted a particular wife, Rachel, and even after he was tricked by his his mother's brother for the other daughter, the, the daughter he wanted, he ended up working seven more years because he didn't get what he wanted. But he eventually got what he wanted because his hard work paid off. Many of us on jobs, we work hard because we feel it will pay off. But however, listen to me. You got to get this this morning. However, there are other attributes and options that have been proven to bring prosperity. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. There have been other options and attributes other than hard work. Listen to me. That has been proven to bring prosperity. Now, for all of the schools that we are taught in, and you know my philosophy, the world is a big classroom. So we are always in school. We are always being taught and we are always being tested. And I tell you, we should know that from all the schools that prosperity is not always exclusive to money. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Let me give you these five tips and I'm going to put a pen in this podcast. Number one, get your pen and paper. I want you to either rewind this podcast. I want you to write this down in your journal today. If you do not have a journal, let me encourage you. Get you a journal. I have about 20 of them, maybe 21 to 30. I don't know. But even my grandbaby, you know, she amazed me. She just turned seven years old on January 28th. And I asked her, what is it that she desired for her birthday this year? I asked her a couple of weeks ago. She said she wanted a journal. Listen to me. She's seven. She said, and I want one, Gigi, with an ink pen with a fur top on it. So, you know, I shared that with her mother. I said, Emma says she want a baby. That's what we call it. Baby says she want a a journal. And so her mother says she already have two. I said, but she's seven years old and she understand the importance of articulating in writing. And this is what I encourage people in my purpose and plan class. If you ever condition yourself to make notes and take notes you have something to always reference to so take these five notes this morning number one ways to bring prosperity into your life that has been proven the ability to be in the right location The ability to be in the right location. So many times we miss our prosperity because we're not positioned in the right location. What do I mean by that? Do I mean you need to jump up and move? Absolutely not. Do some people need to jump up and move? Absolutely, yes. When Lot and Isaac, these are people from the Bible. Lot, because of his position, sometimes it's even in your family. Listen to me now. You got to get this this morning. If you've been sitting in stagnation and you wonder why you can't be prosperous more than just money or even with money, I want you to get these five tips. Lot and Isaac, they receive 
prosperity through inheritance. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Sometimes, because how you treat your family, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this, can bring prosperity in your life. You can fall out with people, but when God is going to elevate them and position them to be prosperous and you done fell out with them, sometimes you can miss your prosperous position. You need to be mindful of how you treat those in your own family sometimes because the ability to be in the right location, and I mean in somebody's life, can bring you prosperity. Isaac inherited prosperity. Abraham was his father, and Abraham was also Lot's uncle. And when Abraham had to move away from his kin people, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this, for God to give him even the more region of prosperity, he shared it with his nephew. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Sometimes it's good to be mindful how you treat your kin folks is all I'm saying. Number two, the ability to process positive thoughts. This is your second tip to position you for prosperity. Your ability to process positive thoughts. You have to be mindful of how you think. Even the word of God says this, that as a man thinketh, so is he. If you're going to sit around and always thinking about you in a position, that's that word again, to be broke, busted, and disgusted, you will generate in your natural life many things based upon your thought process. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. So when you have the ability to process positive thoughts, this is what happened with Solomon in the Bible. Solomon, he he wasn't initially wealthy. How did he obtain this prosperity? Because he had a thought process. And so when God came to Solomon, God said, What do you desire for me to give you, Solomon? And Solomon said these words. He said, I want to be able to have the wisdom to distinguish between good and and evil people. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Solomon wanted the ability to process his thoughts. Well, he are no positive people and negative people. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. You ever been around negative people? I don't got in this season. Well, I can't entertain them in my ears too much. For many, 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 many years, I always knew that God had positioned me to deal with being a problem solver. Even in my career field, I had a position to be a problem solver. And in that position, I had workshops and training and how to overcome objectives. I had workshops and training on how to use strategic ways to deal with disgruntled customers. What am I saying to you? When you have the ability to process positive thoughts, because in all of those titles, for me to strategically be able to dismantle disgruntled customers to be able to train and teach other people that how to overcome objectives because most objectives that most people come with in my career field was always negative you know why the kitchen too little why the closet too little but we were taught and trained how to overcome negative objections with a positive counteraction therefore 
When I hear negative people, oh, I hope somebody grab, grab this, I would immediately migrate to try to give them positive feedback. And even in doing that, you know what? I had people to come against me to say, oh, how come you always telling me to take the high road? I said, listen, you don't. I'm not telling you what you got to do. I'm making suggestions. And that's a big difference. Just like today, I'm making suggestions and I'm sharing with you. And that's when I know the mentality, even as a person, process for positive thinking. Because of the way you absorb what somebody trying to teach you. Or I hope somebody grabbed that. When you don't know what you don't know. And somebody trying to teach you a positive way, a right way, or easier way, and you got to give them negative resistance. See, I already have comprehended you don't have the ability to process positive thoughts. Because it's not about who teaching you, it's what about being taught. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. It's not about who teaching you, but it's about the information that's being taught that can help you prosper. My goodness. Just like with Solomon. Number three, ability to follow divine instructions. That's not always easy for people. You can prosper when you have the ability to follow divine instructions. I know it's not easy because many people don't even know when they receive divine instructions. In order to know when you receive divine instructions, let me add this tip to tip number three. You must know scripture. You cannot listen to everybody. You must know biblical instructions of teaching and principles of biblical fundamentals. That's the only way you can follow divine instructions. Because divine instructions generally are going to be from on high. They're going to come directly from God to your ears. Or they're going to come directly from God through somebody else into your ears. And if you're not in tune with knowing the word of God, you will not know even when somebody come and give you instructions, one, two, three, four, five, from God, that God placed this person in your life to help you become prosperous in your position, you will turn a dull and a deaf ear to what they're saying. So therefore, you must be in a position to have the ability to follow divine instructions. Abraham became prosperous when he followed divine instructions. When God told him what to do, even down to him and his wife, Sarah, having a baby in their 90 years old. He had to follow instructions. She had to follow instructions. And even after receiving those instructions, one of the most challenging tests... Listen to it's only a test that God gave Abraham was this. He said, I want you to sacrifice your son that you just had by your wife, Sarah, in your old age. That's your only child together. And Abraham said to God, he said, God, have I not proven myself to be faithful to you? And then you give me this challenge. Listen to me. When you can still continue, you may be challenged on every side. You may be feeling like, why is God keep testing me? Haven't I not proved to God that I love God? Haven't I not proved to God that I'm on his side? But you will always be tested, tempted with trials in this land. Remember that. But the ability to follow divine instructions like Abraham is what made Abraham prosperous. Now that was number three. Let me move on to number four. Number four, 
the way to position yourself in prosperity. You should have the ability to know those who have rule over you. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. You should know those who have rule over you. What am I saying? What does that mean? That means whoever is positioned to give you instructions based upon your occupation, based upon your leadership, based upon your teaching and your guidance. If you don't even know who you are, you should have some insight of who is leading you. Definitely. It's more important to know who you are. But when you haven't figured out who you are, you should at least ask God for the wisdom, like Solomon, to know who rule over you. If you don't know who have rule over you, whether that be your husband, your wife, I don't include children because they haven't experienced things in life that they should be given that position to rule over you. Whether it's your employer, whether it's your minister, you need to have the ability to know those who have rule over you. Why is that important for your prosperity? Let me share this with you. Why? Because they are going to be giving you instructions. And if they rule over you and they're giving you instructions, you need to know if those instructions are going to bring you prosperity in your position. If they're going to tell you the right thing to do for the right reason. So that's why you need to know those who have rule over you. Number five, you need to have the ability to be humble. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Let me back up to number four. The purpose of knowing, let me let me add this. Ability to know those who have rule over you. Not just in our human nature. Not just as human beings. But let me say this that I forgot. Forgive me. God. God in his infinite power. His supreme being and his omnipresence. The sovereignty of God. That's the first ruler over you. Now, I want to use a person named in the Bible named Job. Job was an upright man. So that makes a difference. The ability to know those that have rule over you. God knew, Job knew that God was ruler over his life. God, Job knew that God had rule over his life. And God had blessed him with all that he had received. He was a wealthy man. He had 10 children and he had plenty cattle and he had plenty servants. And he was known in the city for having an upright personality as well as riches. And Job lost all of them. He lost everything, not over time. See, we fall apart if we lose something this week, last year last month but Job lost all his riches and his children listen to me in one day yo y'all that's why when I hear people say I had a job experience I be t- looking at them like oh no you didn't no you didn't because um uh, only way you can tell me that and I believe it you must understand that you have read absorbed and processed the book of Job when the Bible says that Job Somebody knocked on his door. The servant, they told him this. Before that servant could leave, another servant knocked on the door. Before that servant could leave, another servant knocked on the door. Before the end of the day, Job had lost everything, including all his children. But Job had the ability to know who ruled over him, which he knew was God. 
And because he knew God ruled over his life, he refused to curse God and die because he lost everything. He continued to believe in God. And what happened because he knew who ruled over him? God restored everything that Job lost. Hear me now. God restored everything that Job lost. I got to say that one more time. God restored everything that Job had lost. So God positioned him back in prosperity. Number five, the ability to be humble. The ability to be humble to me is like your left and your right hand, humble and truthful. Your left and your right hand. They you, you they are very instrumental out of all the body parts we have. Your left and your right hand, or both your eyes, or both your ears, every part of our body that has two of each, or oh, I hope somebody grabbed this, means there's a high significance for those body parts. What am I saying? I'm saying because if there ever was a need for one to not be a part of you, you got a backup. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. You got to back up. Isn't it amazing? If you ever look at the anatomy of the body, there are more than certain body parts. There's a reason you have 10 toes, 10 fingers, two feet, two hands, two legs, two arms, two lungs, two eyes, two ears, two nostrils in your nose, two lips. I'm just saying. When you have the ability to be humble and truthful, it goes hand in hand, like two parts of your body, one without the other. That means you got to either strengthen your other part of your body or you're going to sit in the weakness of the other part of your body. You cannot coexist and be prosperous, is what I'm saying, with, without both humility and truthfulness. It is humbling to not fear, selecting and sharing the truth of the truth. Oh, I hope somebody got that. Rewind this podcast. It is humbling to not fear selecting and sharing the truth of the truth, especially being humbly honest to oneself. I want to talk to you briefly, and I'm ready to put the pen in the podcast about Esther and Job. Esther had to humble herself. She went up in a palace to be the queen for a king who was not of her lineage because of her uncle Mordecai. Mordecai gave her instructions. We back to the instructions. And then he positioned her to get in line with the rest of the women who was being interviewed by the chamberlain in order for the king to select the queen. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. Joseph! Mmm! was humbling because he was accused of something he didn't do and he went to prison for it. But yet when he sat in the prison walls, he had dreams that he shared. He shared a truth, although it was ugly and cruel, but he shared a truth about one man was going to die and one man was going to live. Now, some people don't want to hear the truth. But Joseph gave the truth in his dream. And because he gave the truth in his dream, what ended up happening, that truth opened the door for him to reach his prosperity. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Because Esther 
sister listened to the instructions of her uncle Mordecai when she got to the palace. And Mordecai said, listen, in order to save our culture, a race of people, you must go before the king. So what Esther had to do, she humbled herself. She knew she couldn't just walk up in there and talk to her husband and be all nilly-willy. She said, I got to ponder this. See, that's what humility will make you do. Humility won't make you just jump up and act out and act ugly. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Humility will make you ponder things and pray. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Humility will make you ponder and pray before you get all in your flesh. So what Esther did, she went on a three-day fast. She went on a three-day fast and she said, I need to humble my spirit and I'll make a dinner to go and sit down with my husband, the king, before I make this request. Sometimes we don't need to rush and run to share what we think is always right with other people, is what I'm saying. Sometimes you just need to sit back and ponder things, pray, and fast like yesterday. <laughs> I'm just saying, fast and pray. You don't have to always approach people because you grown and you think you big enough and grown enough to say what you need to say and how you need to say it. That's not always a humbling spirit. So in order to get to that truth of prosperity, then we need to exercise humility and truthfulness. Joseph ended up being positioned in the palace although he was initially thrown in a pit by his own brothers. Listen, sometimes your kinfolks, that's what I call them, will turn against you and they'll leave you in a pit. But God will have someone else. That's why you got to know who have rule over you. Somebody came along, purchased Joseph, and put him to work under them. Even though that same man, wife, accused Joseph of something falsely and he was thrown in the prison. But Joseph went from the pit to the prison to the palace. You hear a lot of people talk about that phrase and they say from the pit to the palace, but they leave out the prison. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Joseph didn't just go from the pit to the palace. He went from the pit to a position in a house with a, with a wealthy man and then to the prison and then to the palace. Oh, I hope somebody got that. So he went from the position in the pit to a position of elevation to a position of demotion to the, to the prison and from there to the palace. But throughout Joseph's journey, he remained humble and truthful. And because of that, because of that, he was given the highest position in the palace under the king. And he became wealthy. And he was able to go back and even bless the same brothers that threw him in the pit. Oh, I hope that the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives, meet all of your needs. I say this, and I don't say this haphazardly, and that my beloved brothers and sisters, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. That's taken from 3 John chapter 2 and verse 1. I say that at the end of every one of my podcasts. 
hearts because I pray that each and every person that's tuned in, listen in, will prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. May you have a prosperous position in prosperity. And until the next podcast upload, Again, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires as you delight yourself in God. Bye for now. God bless. to you. This is your girl, Frida. I am your host here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. Oh my, oh my, oh my. You are now, if you're listening to this particular podcast, you are listening to what I call the microwave version. And the microwave version is for the people that have absorbed their microwave thinking. That doesn't mean you don't think properly. Don't mean you don't think articulate or intelligent. I just know that sometimes many people in this what I call new people generation they like a microwave message. But for all the people who have meditative thinking that's what I want to call it. There is another extended version I will encourage you if you want to do some meditative thinking and hear some of the fundamental truths from the scripture please tune in to the extended version of five tips to bring you prosperity in your position. I want to name these five tips. Now, as I name these five tips, first things first, I want to give you some clarity on prosper. In order to prosper, you will generate prosperity. In order to bring prosperity, you will prosper. In order to prosper, you will be successful in your material items. Your You will flourish financially. You will bring wealth, health, and success into your life. Now that you understand the prosperous meaning of prosperity, I want to now say to you about your position. In your position, your position simply is a place, a location, and a particular way and where you are and what you do, what you arrange, where you place things, where things are located. That's why I love order and organization. Now, now that you understand that, I want to give you these five tips. Many of us, and I want to say this, many of us have been taught we want God to give us what we want. So, therefore, many of us, we serve God, we rely on God, and we entrust that God, as his beloved children, will bless us to be prosperous. Or I hope somebody grabbed that. And many of us is also taught that in order to be prosperous in our positions, we have to work hard. We are taught that hard work pays off, as with Jacob in the Bible. However, and that's why I want to give you these five tips. However, there are other attributes and options that have been proven to bring prosperity. And for all of us in the school that we are taught in, and many of you know I say the world is a big classroom. So as long as you coexist in this world, you will be taught 
and I consider this world a school. But we are often taught in school about prosperity in life. We look at our neighbors, we look at other people, we look at celebrities, and we feel that they are prosperous and we want to prosper too. But how many of you understand in our teaching that prosperity is not always exclusive to money? These five tips. Number one, the ability to be in the right location brings prosperity based on your position. Number two, the ability to process positive thoughts will bring prosperity in your position. Number three, the ability to follow divine instructions. And whether they come directly into your thought process, your mind, from God himself on high, or through other people, it is important in order to prosper in your position, you carry the attribute of having the ability to follow divine instructions. Number four, the ability to know those who have rule over you. That is very important. I have an extended informative words concerning each one of these five tips in the extended version. I encourage you to listen to them. Number five, the ability to be humble and truthful. It is, a hum- it is humbling to not fear selecting and sharing the truth of the truth. I was speaking to an elderly mother, spiritual mother yesterday, and I was sharing with her some of the things that God has been doing to prosper me in this season. And she asked me a question and I shared with her the answer on how I got things transition from one demographic location to another. And she said, well, how did you do that? And I told her the people that I interacted, I told her what information, you know, as a resource in case she want to utilize it. And one of the things she said to me was this. She said, you know, one thing about you, you don't mind sharing resources for other people in order for them to move forward and prosper. And I don't. I'm not selfish and self-centered. People sometimes will say, well, I don't want to share with other people because I don't want them to beat me to the punch. Well, it's a time and season for everything. It's certain information. You know what? I'm a firm believer in this wholeheartedly. What God has for me is for me. But I'm not in a fear of not selecting and sharing the truth of the truth. If I know something that's truthful and it has benefited me, I don't mind sharing it with someone else. See, that falls back to to number, to number, uh, what number was that was? Number three, as well as number two, the ability to process positive thoughts, number two, the ability to follow divine instructions, number three. Sometimes you just have to listen to certain people. Many of us are stagnated from prosperity because we are too in tune with who God sends to teach us instead of absorbing what they're teaching. Or I hope somebody grabbed that. Many of us fall and falter because we get stuck and stagnated on who God sends to teach us instead of absorbing on what they're teaching. We too busy looking at who it is. And many of us, because we have familiarity with those people, family, friends, and we feel that we may have 
attributes or acclimates more so than them. But listen, how many of you don't understand? Divine teaching always trump any other teaching. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. So when God sends an anointed person in your life to help teach you, to guide you, you can become prosperous if you have the ability to be humble and if you know the truth. Listen to my extended version. I give a little more insight on each and every one of these tips and tools. Again, I want to reiterate these tips to you. Number one, ability to be in the right location. Number two, ability to process positive thoughts. Number three, ability to follow divine instructions. Number four, ability to know those who have rule over you. Number five, ability to be humble and truthful. I tell you, it's not Nothing more greater than when you don't allow fear to hinder you from being humble. When you don't allow fear to hinder you from sharing and carrying the truth of the truth. Especially when it is time to be humbly honest to oneself. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. That is taken from Third John in the Bible, near the very back, near Revelations, chapter 2 and verse 2. And may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. And I say that not lightly or haphazardly, at the end of each one of my podcasts. As I put a pen into the closure of this podcast, I encourage you again to listen to the extended version because in that version, I have some fundamental truths inserted of persons in the Bible as living examples from prosperity and wealth. And until the next podcast upload, bye-bye for now.